0: And welcome back to Diss and Killers. The podcast, not afraid to punch down. And now that that obligatory entry is over, let's go with some stuff. What's yeah. up,
1: man? I just want to say, before I, I talk about what's going on, I want to talk to all my fanatic experts out <laughs> there. Fanatic <laughs> experts? <laughs> we appreciate you listening to the show. I know usually people like you would be listening to something educational, but I'm glad you decided to let loose and listen to the podcast with two viewers. Distant Killers. We appreciate that. Two viewers plus you. So, I mean, because we both listen to it, so that makes two. Both of us do, and then I'm sure other people do, like, maybe people in our family. I doubt that, actually. Yeah, no, not in mine. Luke Voigt listens to the show a lot. (laughs) Luke Voigt, Heath Evans. Keith Evans, huge fan. Huge fan. It got to the point, though, where people who worked for a show... Don't listen to it. People who who listen to the live studio audiences don't listen to it. So. <laughs> yeah. and Latoya Ling Cruz has never listened. Speaking of that,
0: we hadn't talked about Latoya Ling Cruz yet. She actually wrote us a letter about which killer we should do this
1: week. Also, which killer are we doing, by the way? Like,
0: uh... Well, she she told us to. She was like, so we had this we had this contributor to our show. She was just a brilliant, lovely, wonderful, talented woman. Named Latoya Lynn Cruz. She's a professor professor of gender studies at Harvard Community College.
1: It, what, in Cincinnati? Cambridge, Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, it's it's rare. Like that's the thing about a lot of true crime shows is they try and be highbrow. But I don't think they have anyone as brilliant, as sophisticated, as highbrow as Dr. Latoya Lynn Cruz from yeah. Cambridge, Alabama. Well, she said that uh
0: she wrote us a quick little letter. She said, Dear straight white man, As you are incapable of helping yourselves, I have decided to intervene and help you with this episode. After researching your podcast's catalog, I have come to the devastating realization that you are yet to do an episode on a Hispanic serial killer. I view this as deeply offensive because, so far, your privileged gaze has been solely on the white community, although I would expect nothing else from you. My services have been required because of your obvious need for an expert in social justice like myself. Excuse me now, as I have just heard a white man talk about race, and he needs to be silenced. Looking forward to helping you in the future. Dr. LaToya Lynn Cruz, professor of gender studies at Harvard Community College in Cambridge, Alabama.
1: No PS or nothing, though.
0: No PS or nothing. She just really was very, uh, very straight and to the point. All right, sorry. I shouldn't use the. She really hates it when I
1: use the term straight into the point. She was very Red Sox into the point. What? All right. No, um, I, I mean, fuck Afraid I said that. I was trying to. Oh, I shouldn't have that. Oh, whatever. It, it doesn't make a ton of sense. We could just start over. We could but keep, no, we're not starting over now. I will give you one shot. Roll yeah. We're just rolling
0: with it. All
1: right. To make, so whatever.
0: Because she told us we had to do a Hispanic serial killer, and we respect her opinion. Oh, so much. Um we decided to do our episode this week on Hispanic serial killer Richard Ramirez.
1: Ooh the El Ricardio. Ricardio. Oh, I don't even think that's how you say it, but it's it's pronounced it El Richard. Richard. El Ricard. No,
0: it's literally just Richard.
1: R I C H A R D. I don't know about you, but I think you're just not you're just you're, like what Tolia was saying earlier, you're not looking at it from the ethnic point of view. You're just calling it Richard. He probably goes by Ricard, Ricardo. Something that sounds more profound. Although he's dead, so he probably doesn't know my ethnic. But whatever. You want to talk ethnic? You're the kind of guy who goes to Chipotle and tells the people who work there to go back to their country. You're the kind of guy who thinks that when you go to Taco Bell, you're in a, you're in Latin America. So uh, anyway. I am. It's Latin American themed. it's a chain restaurant that's only <sighs> in the United States. How is it Latin America? It has the word taco in the name. It's a drive-through, buddy. If you want to get some tacos, go to an actual Hispanic restaurant. Are
0: oh, you saying that Hispanic people don't have cars? Tell that to LaToya Lynn
1: Cruz. Well, she I
0: know, she, she almost, she she almost ran me
1: over the other day. <laughs> yeah,
0: she did. That's because
1: she doesn't have to stop for white people. Alright, anyway.
0: Let's go on to our episode.
1: I feel like we should just talk about random shit that nobody else cares about. You <laughs> yeah. think anything else you want to ramble on? I could go for hours. No, we
0: should get to our episode, man. I mean, so... Yeah, if y'all who don't know who Richard Ramirez is, let's just get into who he is. He was born in Texas in 1960, and he was a, Oh, wait, got a burp. Uh. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So <laughs> that sounded like a dry Hebrew something. You oh, remember? dude, that was
0: rough. All right, but uh, Richard Ramirez is an American serial killer who killed at least 14 people and raped and tortured at least two dozen more mostly during the spring and summer of 1985. After develop, ep- developing epilepsy as a child, he became a heavy drug user and cultivated an interest in Satanism, which became a calling card for investigators at in his fr- crime scenes. Uh, basically, in 1985, he was in a car that he stole and he left his fingerprint in there. The police found it. And then he was found... Somebody They put his phone in the news... Somebody saw it, and then a bunch of suburban moms and dads found him in a, in a town and beat the shit out of him until a cop came and saved his life. Yeah. And, uh, after his trial in 1989, he spent the remainder of his days in California's San Quentin Prison, but died of cancer on June 7th, 2013, at the age of 53. So, interesting shit. Not really... But yeah, it was really interesting to us because of the brutality of his crimes and the way in which
1: he got caught and had the shit beaten out of him by soccer moms. That was probably the best how they got caught story, because usually they get away with it and they get, like, handcuffed and they get to sit in a car. (laughs) You (laughs) beat the crap out of this dude? Also, you know what would be great, though, is if it was the wrong guy. Could you imagine? (laughs) Like, hey, a Hispanic man, let's get him! (laughs) I wonder who the per- like, I Wonder if the person who saw him pointed at him and was like, let's get him. Or was it just... Yeah, maybe there's like one group of
0: liberal people out there who was like, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't beat the shit out of this guy. He is Hispanic.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like, you know what, let's just go... Fuck it. Like, I know you look like um, your second male or a bride just walked out on you, but let's go into some roast. <laughs> uh, I'm going to afford a mail order bride. Um, so, you can't
0: afford a good haircut. It's a weird combination. I choose not to have a good haircut. Um, so we have. So Richard Ramirez committed a lot of. Fuck. Richard Ramirez committed a lot of drugs. The only choice his I'm believing
1: in is pulling out. but.
0: <laughs> Richard Ramirez had a lot of um, drug problems. Like Richard was addicted to PCP, LSD, and cocaine, making the most surprising part of his crimes that they weren't committed
1: in Florida ouch <laughs> yeah. well one thing about him too is you look at what he was good at right you know he was a skilled fence jumper and like most people with that skill he used it to invade somebody else's property oh. thanks Luke Voight for that one
0: <laughs> yeah I mean speaking of Luke Voight saying racist things about Mexicans um, he claimed more victims than he actually had showing that Mexicans lie Luke Voight said that to me
1: Ooh, well, you know, uh, the most terri- terrifying thing about Richard was that he was an Hispanic who put white men out of work.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: there's a lot to say about the way he looks like. I mean... Yeah, he went for. I feel like that was the easiest one to go after. I'm sure you probably have... Like, he had a mullet. He had a fucking mullet. I have one, I mean, too, but mine looks good. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: no. Um... He had a mullet, you know, business in the front, party in the back, schizophrenia in between. (laughs) You
1: know what's weird is that since we've done this episode, because this is re-recording, you have a joke about me, and I thought you were just going to, like, not do it and just do your joke about me, but, okay, I'll go back to my mullet joke, because this is going to sound super fucking weird. Uh, (laughs) You know, Richard was a dumbass. You could probably tell because of his stupid mullet. (laughs) Oh, I think we've uh,
0: discovered some self-loathing there. Um, but no, it's not all about the mullet. I mean, he looks like what would happen if Ezra Miller was left in the sun for too
1: long. <laughs> yeah, he also looks pretentious. He's the kind of guy that brings Kale to a crack house. Kale to a crack house.
0: But he he also looks a little bit like he's against Kale. He looks like a really, like... Hardcore, like southerner. Like a, he looks like he, like a mix between a Mexican and a person who hates Mexicans.
1: Well, he also he looks a little bit you know he looks like a SoundCloud rapper, but he clearly wasn't one because he was actually good at something.
0: Yeah, and like SoundCloud rappers, he claimed to use a lot of drugs, but in the in the long run of it,
1: Richard cleaned up the streets by using all the drugs. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of drugs. Richard wants to be a rock star. we haven't talked about this at all, but he like that was his main goal in life was to become a rock star. Besides breaking into people's homes, he was passionate about rock and roll. You know, uh, he wanted to be a rock star, so he followed in their footsteps by creating broken homes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean Richard Not wanted joking. to be a rock star, but he was but he ended up just being
1: beaten with rocks. <laughs> Speaking of his beating, this is the only time a group of white people beat up a minority for a good reason. Yeah,
0: but Richard's life was saved from an angry mob by an s- angry suburban mob by a cop. Usually non-white people are more screwed when the cops show up.
1: <laughs> so I wonder what the angry suburban mob was talking about. Were they talking about Starbucks or something? You know, like, was it Starbucks fuck up everybody's order on the same day?
0: <laughs> Dude, suburban mobs literally only show up if the manager isn't there. I mean, because the manager's there
1: to, like... Calm down, people. You think that Pilates class was canceled that day or something, you know?
0: <laughs> but yeah, Luke Voigt wrote me another joke. He said that uh, most people do cocaine on yachts. He did his on his... About Richard Ramirez. Oh, damn. Um, Most people do cocaine on yachts. Richard Ramirez did his on a boat across the Rio Grande. Rio Grande,
1: whatever it is. Uh, a little bit of racism and uh, anti drugs, so it's gonna kind of have a good combo.
0: Yeah, like he's, uh. Luke Voigt has told me on multiple occasions that the only reason people do drugs is because they want to feel like they're in Mexico, so I think it's interesting
1: Luke Voigt would, uh. Well, thought like Luke say Voigt them. would never want to feel like he's in Mexico, so he probably does. Well, that's drugs. why he doesn't do, do any drugs,
0: apparently, according to him.
1: I mean, only steroids. Um. I mean, I think he was probably dropped on his head if that counts as a drug. You know, brain damage. Yeah,
0: brain damage. He's always just a little bit behind the curve. Especially the curve of racial <laughs> justice.
1: <laughs> CTE is the only drug that's actually inclusive. But
0: <laughs> Now, but the biggest difference between Richard Ramirez and Luke
1: Voigt is that people found Richard attractive. You know what? I had a similar joke than that, so I'm just going to get upset. The biggest difference between Richard and Luke... Is that a group of people would actually would never recognize Luke Voight? <laughs> yeah, and the fact we did an episode
0: on Ronald Dominique and this is the killer who died of an STD is just absolutely fascinating to well, me.
1: The only thing with that is I feel like Ronald Dominique could never have se- un- could never, couldn't ever have consensual sex.
0: Yeah, neither could Luke Voight, and he's got a wife.
1: <laughs> well, you do you don't believe the type of things people will do when they're basically like. They're forced to do things. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, he's... I'm not saying he's doing things Just it, it wasn't her choice, that marriage. That's, <laughs> that's how I'm going to leave Mail Male it. order
0: brides. Um, but we also had that, uh... Speaking of sexual tra- sexually, transmiss- sexually transmitted diseases... Uh, Rich Rumors is so dumb, the only C he ever got was hepatitis.
1: <laughs> okay. He got hepatitis, but also he liked drugs. You know, his family said that he was different from how they remembered him. He didn't always have meth mouth. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a SoundCloud
0: rapper with six followers. One of those ones that goes around like, yeah, I'm a SoundCloud rapper because I have a
1: SoundCloud. Well, you know what he looks like more to me? He looks like the bad boy in the Special Olympics.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he had really bad teeth. He had serious meth mouth. I mean, he looks like a dentist's worst nightmare.
1: Well, he also looks like he... Masturbates this is a Pruder film, so it, there's a few things he looks like too.
0: He looks like he brags that all these drugs are non GMO.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, so I, I feel like I should do this, but it's gonna sound bad. You know what? Fuck it, I'll go for it. Richard had both the haircut and the drug problem of 50's housewife.
0: Is that why you're getting married
1: soon? <laughs> um, Dude, I, I've already been married.
0: So <laughs> good point, good point. Uh, so Richard Ramirez's cousin showed him photos of war crimes in Vietnam. Surprisingly, his cousin was not Richard Nixon.
1: Although, if he was born 30 years later...
0: Earlier, I think you mean. Whatever. Whatever, same thing. Um, but, uh, Richard Ramirez, it's such a shame. He wanted to be famous. He really, really did. But he isn't even the most famous night stalker in
1: California in the 80s. Yeah. You know, Richard was a second-night stalker, and like most follow-ups, he did more damage and nobody cared.
0: Yeah, I mean, Richard raped more people than Bill Clinton, but still fewer people than Heath Evans. I mean, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. Speaking of rape... (laughs) Speaking of rape... let's talk about rape, shall we? That's that's a fun thing to get the young viewers... It's white men that's really the thing that people want to hear us talking about. (laughs) You know what? I feel like we got to get the younger viewers, and talking about something like rape brings the kids so we should do it yeah i mean he was the most prolific rapist in the 80s not named cosby well richard got fired from a holiday inn for an attempted rape because it was a holiday inn they gave him another complimentary attempt
0: (laughs) so i didn't see that one that was great oh man that was tough all right i gotta come up with something good and I can't come up with anything, so I'm... I'm you ju- want
1: me to just throw a joke at yeah, you? Yeah, know, dude, things? do
0: one so I don't seem like I'm as bad okay, as... Okay,
1: I'll, I'll throw a shitty looks-like joke at you just to buy you some time. With Richard's haircut and aviators, he looks like a cross between a substitute teacher and a SoundCloud rapper.
0: <laughs> oh, here's my Holiday Inn joke. Let's go. He was fired from a Holiday Inn for attempted rape, probably because he failed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think with Richard, though instead of going after his crimes or his personality we should just focus on what matters most about somebody his appearance yeah I, what were you going to say i was going to say richard looks like he thinks 711 is an inside job
0: <laughs> no, he looks <laughs> like he looks like the sunburn of a 400 pound redneck riding around on the mexican um, border trying to shoot it shoot at people with dark skin like he, he looks like the redneck sunburn became a person
1: well that's what he looks like speaking of looks you know, Richard had no like. Doesn't get back to looks I promise. Richard had no concern for anyone but himself, which explains the mullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, should have wrote this mullet jokes. Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, he looks like he watches NASCAR just to see which cars to steal. It's of both racist
1: against white yeah. people and Mexicans. I like that. You really make yourself look like a a great person by like poking fun of everybody. You know? Yeah. It's, no. I.
0: I... I feel like if you are a douchebag to enough types of people, you're not a douchebag to any type of person. Exactly. You're no. just a
1: douchebag in general. Exactly. You're above those people, Jack. Exactly. Speaking of what's below and above, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense, but, you know, I was trying to make a transition to my jokes instead of having a conversation with you yeah, for Yeah, the only seconds.
0: segues you know are the ones you ride. Yeah, well, um,
1: the thing is those get me all the pussy. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I rolled the segway, seg- I know Ladies strange. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> I get the dot. Di- Dude, everyone <laughs> I'm with is a smoke. Once they see the Segway, I roll with the helmet. I, I get it strapped in nice and good. Well, yeah, you gotta wear the helmet strapped in your Segway. <laughs> yeah. Because you wouldn't want to fall, and then if you don't have your strap tucked in, you're gonna totally fuck up your face. So it's...
0: Yeah, and that's what everyone looks like looks at when someone's riding a Segway. is their face. <laughs> you
1: we know, all know safety comes first. But also, I think the chin strap is stylish, right? Am yeah. I wrong? Is there anything more stylish than a black piece of leather below your neck?
0: Yours is made of leather? That's impressive. <laughs> that's, that's a fancy helmet. Yeah, dude, right. I'm
1: safety first. I'm safety I, first. My chin is not getting scraped. Unless I get a cocaine nosebleed, but that's besides <laughs> <Yeah>. the point. <fun. laughs> All right, where were we? I was, I was making fun of his looks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the fact he looks like he goes on J-Date just to insult people? Yeah, well, Richard ruined neighborhoods, hated the media, and had a bad haircut. If he was born rich, he could have become the president. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Bundy was identified through bite mark
0: evidence. Oh, no, wait, that wasn't the joke I meant to read, but I'll read it anyway. Bundy was identified through bite mark evidence, but it's hard to leave bite marks when meth has taken all your teeth.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's talk about his teeth right like i feel like this yeah. you started it i'll make a joke about it growing up richard would hide from his father cuz he would beat him and the dentist <laughs>
0: uh i mean speaking of that i mean the people who caught him beat him so bad he was reminded of his childhood <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, keep in mind this jack yeah richard got beat by an angry mob in the suburbs they had no idea about his crimes <laughs> yeah. I mean, with how he he looks like
0: Uh, uh, yeah, no, I got a bunch. I mean, he looks like a cyclist, but Lance Armstrong took more drugs.
1: (laughs) Jesus I like that. I like that one, man. Uh, You know, this was the only time a soccer dad beat someone, and it didn't get ignored. (laughs) He looks like he corners people at parties to rant about kombucha. Well, speaking of looks, I have, like, a few more to go. Oh, You know, in public richard acted like a child just being expected expected because he was missing his teeth i mean that's
0: a really good one he looks like he's jealous of the fathers
1: on 16 and pregnant he looks like he would become a bartender just to slip roofies into girls drinks yeah i mean he looks like a judge for children's pageants (laughs) he looks like the kind of guy that would get a tinder profile to mock women for being single (laughs) With how he looked and it being the 80s, I'm seriously surprised he didn't die of AIDS. Well, he also looks Native American. He looks like the only Native American that would start a forest fire. <laughs> start a forest fire. He got the death penalty
0: in California, though. Or as most of us call it, life without parole. That was a, uh, Criminal justice system joke. You won't hear a bunch of those.
1: That was as smart as we can get. So I feel like we gotta take a break and go with some sponsors. you got any sponsors, Chad? Oh,
0: shit. We forgot to do the sponsors. Man, are...
1: There's is... one of us who still cares about the quality of this show and paying bills.
0: Yeah, I mean, we really could have lost a lot of money on our PCP um, sponsorship. Uh, sponsored by PCP. Bath salts on crack. So I thought we'd appreciate... I mean, they offered us a lot of money to do that. I mean, I don't know if they'll come through. They still have to sell all that copper wiring before they can give us the money. But
1: yeah, well, they're gonna get their money back. But I think that one thing to keep in mind with sponsorships like these, bro, is think about how many true crime podcasts there are. I don't think any of them have the amount of pull that we do to get Bath Sauce to sponsor us.
0: Well, no, we were sponsored by PCP Bath Sauce on Crime. Right?
1: Fuck, I'm drunk. But <laughs> how many how many shows you know they could get PCP to sponsor you?
0: I mean, I, I've i heard, and I cannot verify this, but the, the last podcast on the left... Yeah, 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 I know. Hold on. Um, the, a second, guys. the theory is that the, that the last podcast on the left got, uh, got offered to be sponsored by PVC, but that's because they thought that the piping the three of them were doing was different than the piping they were actually doing. So PVC P C P, we got P C P. They're just piping each other.
1: All right. Um, and what were we gonna say, Chuck? Oh, I was just gonna talk about the last podcast. Uh, you know, never mind. Let's just go on with the show. I don't want to bring the viewers' moods down.
0: Yeah, let's get on to a show about somebody killed fourteen people and not bring their moods down by talking about a <laughs> shitty podcast.
1: <laughs> well, we we'll You can talk about Richard Ramirez and say a lot of things about him. But no one would say he was boring and did shitty accents for an hour and a half, so... His accent
0: was shitty enough on its own? He didn't need to mimic shitty accents?
1: Well, also, he never just talked about boring shit and pretended that was comedy. Ah, uh, yes, reading a uh, Wikipedia page. Brilliant well, shit. You don't understand. If you say it differently, it's considered a comedy for some people.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so let's get into some facts about him, though. I mean... He he killed using multiple different weapons and M.O.s. He just basically got high and killed people, whereas our podcast is getting high and drunk and making fun of someone who kills people. Completely different.
1: Completely different. Well, when we do it, we're too lazy to actually do anything. So we just sit around a microphone and talk shit. (laughs) Instead of, like, hanging out with people our age like most people around our age would do. we just hang out in a room and just think of <laughs> jokes. Which is way more socially productive, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, the, the seven people who listen to this episode are 100% going gonna to agree with us. But, uh, so he was actually epileptic. Which he never had to experience. Cause epilepsy, epilepsy is when there's like a flash of bright light, flash of dark, flash of bright light, flash of dark. It can cause seizures. But there was nothing in his life that made him seem at all bright. So, we never really had to worry about it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I hate to get lost in the whole idea of our podcast, but instead of talking about this criminal, let's talk about us for a second. We haven't really discussed ourselves Oh, shit. <laughs> we discussed ourselves enough. You know, I feel like. You know, you're, you're still mad I made us do a killer with a mullet when well, you had one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'll bring both of us down so we can get on the same level playing field. You don't have to look at, look at me all silly. I'll say we're the type of guys who get invited to parties like, once every other year, and then go in there and sit in the corner and think, we're mildly popular on an Instagram page we created. So (laughs) that's who we are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm the the kind of guy who gets so fucked up at the pregame that I go to a party in my own dorm, and people are like, hey, you're the guy who was on Zoom the other day using the term fuckers at the RD, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was me. That actually happened. That that
1: That was... the biggest mistake you made in that story was going on a Zoom call with your RD. Well, no, it's the dorm meeting, dude. You don't... Nobody goes to meetings. You you don't have to do that? Dude, I, I
0: have to. I just haven't been to one ever. <laughs> ever? That's hilarious, actually. I'm going to have to try that. Oh, wait. I'm a senior. Ooh. I didn't know... It. So I went to four... No, five dorm meetings.
1: One every year, and then I switched dorms. dorm meet. I. You didn't have to go to any of them. I mean, I had to. They're mandatory. I just don't go. You just don't go? Yeah, I don't. What are they going to do? Expel me?
0: this guy didn't listen to us talk about how beer is bad we're gonna explain (laughs) it's
1: a good point well i've earned that unconsensual sex was bad after watching jack's night out in the town anyway so hey i didn't get in any trouble (laughs) this is horrific this is awful radio so we should just finish up our show i'm out of jokes that's why i've been leaning on you i have like i have a a bunch of jokes (laughs) left actually so i'll waste time to do jokes Richard was a Mexican-American who got his ass beat in the suburbs suburbs in the 80s, thus proving he was ahead of his time. Really ahead of his time.
0: I mean, the other night, Stalker didn't get caught until 2018. So he was ahead of his time both in his crimes and in the fact that he was stupid enough to get caught that fast.
1: So I have three jokes left. I'll just stretch these out, bro. Richard was in a lot of people's homes, and they all hated him. Who does he think he is? Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, no, he's,
0: he's a, uh, he's like Stephen Colbert. He was interesting for a while, but not anymore.
1: Yeah, if you have to go back over a decade to really matter, newsflash, you don't. Yeah, good point. Speaking of good points, Richard wanted to work at Disney. So let's talk about Richard for a couple of, Right, well, he, let's show us what we got Talk with about, about Disney for a minute? You know, Richard for a minute. Let's All talk right. about Richard. Richard wanted to work at Disney. And, you know, he fit in with Disney. Disneyland has a huge Hispanic population, so Richard wanted to be around his own people. Sex offenders.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Richard fit in with Mickey Mouse because they both have mouse-sized penises.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, genitalia joke. I love oh, it. Oh,
0: yeah, we got to go with the small dick jokes. Uh, And what was
1: your third one? My last one. Do you want me to... You know what? Let's... let's you want to... I'll fucking do it. I felt bad about doing this because this joke is really too clever for anybody to hear. That was my initial thought when I read it, but, you know, Richard was a drug addict. Not a rug addict, a drug addict. And besides falling victim to his demons, he fell fell victim to an angry suburban mob. Was that a joke? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> sandbagging me over here
0: yeah.
1: it wasn't great but they, I mean it wasn't like a oh, god I just, awful I
0: think there's not going to be a joke you can make about his capture that's funnier than the fact he just got beat up by a bunch of soccer moms with a fire poker
1: oh Jesus Christ you know, they, like, it's, it's hilarious they actually branded him like they, what they like they like, they've, like, they've hit him with the poker and they fucking like left a mark yeah. yeah Like so if you look at the photo of his his mugshot like his face yeah, he's all... like broken nose and shit. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't exactly like um, an old su- southern beating, but where they imprint an a old mark on him. But yeah. like his face was all fucked up. It was, it was more rearranged. <laughs> it was more rearranged than like Bill Gates' beach house. You know, it, it got moved <laughs> around at once. No, but there's this great one. Um, so he was eventually caught when he tried to
0: steal a minivan to escape, which involves our last sponsor. This show is sponsored by minivans harder to carjack than you think
1: <laughs> yeah it's more about who dri- who drives minivans Just a bunch of badasses badasses
0: if you drive a minivan you're a badass you're like i don't care that people think i have kids and that i have no life like i've, I've got this yeah no maxi vans that's what the mormons drive they got like 30 kids so you throw them all in the back
1: Dude, is it one of those cars where like the the front seat is huge, and it can fit two people comfortably with their legs off, and then all the kids in the back are, like, crunching over just to try to avoid each other? Is that...
0: Well, the reason Mormons have kids is because they think you wear condoms on your fingers,
1: so... I'm pretty sure they don't, they don't know those exist.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're told they don't. Well, um, we're getting up near the, near the end of our show, and we don't know what we're talking about, so you're probably not even listening anymore, but...
1: Hey, if you haven't tuned us out, we could talk about Mormons for another 30 seconds, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, I think they don't want
0: to hear my thoughts on Mormons, especially because about 40% of our viewer base doesn't exist. Um it doesn't exist. <laughs> it
1: doesn't exist. it starts to make 40% out of zero, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, man, I think that what you were getting at, I could be wrong, is you, want me to, you wanted me to send us off. Yeah, and send us off. And what I you could send us off, you know, but I, I was thinking about stuff the other day, I was... I was reading a book, I was... You were reading a book? (laughs) That wasn't a joke, Jack. I mean, it it probably would have been funnier than the truth, but it's... I was reading a book, I was thinking about life, and then all of a sudden, PEACE! (laughs)